0: Hey, pal, and welcome to season three of I've Got Your Back, the podcast. This season is all about well-being. I am so passionate about my own well-being, and I'm so passionate about sharing all of the tools that I've learned over the years that really can improve your overall well-being. So there'll be eight different themes and eight different areas of well-being that we'll cover off. I really hope you enjoy it and let me know your feedback. Hello everyone and welcome to season 3 of I've got your back the podcast episode 1 and I just want to give you an introduction as to why I've chosen this season's theme which is all about health and well-being. So the reason I've chosen this is because I honestly believe that this is the number 1 thing that all of us have to master in order to really live a fulfilled life and the reason I know that is because I've focused on my well-being in particular over the last seven years and I've really gone on a journey from having no well-being practices to really coming up with a set of practices that really serve me and really help me live that fulfilled life and have a balance across all the different areas of my life in relation to well being because it's not just health and fitness, it's much broader than that. It's, you know, the last seven years, I've really learned a lot of tools and met a lot of people that have helped me really have a real balance with connection to my mind, my body and my soul. So I really wanted to focus on this as a season because there's so many things that we could talk about. But I really want to focus on the things that really helped me because I can only really speak from that lived experience, from actually going through it myself and knowing that these things have worked for me. And so I want to pass them on to you. So I wanted to start off with sharing a, a bit about my story and my sort of well being journey over the last seven years. But going back before then, I always remember my granny Betty. I'm sure I've spoken about Granny Betty before to some of you um, and maybe on this podcast but if I haven't I talk about her regularly I, I mention her name and I say her little sayings over and over because she was such a wise Scottish granny you know she was just full of deep wisdom and I remember when I was growing up she used to always say Michelle your health is your wealth and if you don't have your health you have nothing and You know, I never really understood it then, like back then as a teenager and like in my early 20s, I was like, yeah, whatever, grand, doesn't matter. And the reason she said that is because she actually had so many health challenges and she saw people that had so many health challenges and she knew deep, deep in her heart that health was like the number one thing. Like if you don't have your health, you don't have the energy to do anything. If you don't have your physical health, you can't actually go out into the world and do what you want to do or create what you want to create. So I always remember she used to say this to me, and I really don't think it sunk in for me until seven years ago when my my well-being and my health was at an all-time low. And I really had to dig myself out of that low and that hole to basically you know get to where I am today which you know is thriving in terms of all the different areas that I would class as well-being and so what happened seven years ago was that I basically had just come out of a long-term relationship I was definitely in the pit of grief for sure I was partying drinking trying to numb the pain of this grief I didn't have any healthy habits in place. Um, I didn't know anything about meditation. I didn't know anything about being mindful or breath work or, you know, ice cold tubs and hot saunas and infrared saunas. And like all these things that I sort of have created or I talk about as being really good wellbeing practices now, I never even knew about any of them back then. So what happened was I was sort of in this pit. Every in terms of my life, it was just an absolute riot. Um, I had to move into temporary accommodation, and I was sort of going through the grief process. But what happened was I actually got introduced, um, or was recommended to go and see Tony Robbins, who many of you may know or may not know, but he's a he's a really well known coach from the us and he was doing something in sydney called unleash the power within and it was like a three or four day event over a weekend where he literally focused on all of the elements of well-being and how to actually create a really you know amazing well-being practice for every area of your life and honestly like two weeks after that breakup, I would find myself in this Tony Robbins experience, which I highly recommend. If you haven't done it, absolutely do it because it is one of those events that will literally change your life. And it really changed my life. It was one of those pivotal moments where I went from one direction to the complete other direction. I did a complete 180 in terms of my life and my choices and what was going on for me. So I basically was that Tony Robbins unleashed the power within. And I remember he spent an entire day on health and wellbeing. And I was like, why is this guy out of four days on this sort of like, you know, leadership or coaching. So sort a of weekend? why is he spending it like an entire day on health and wellbeing? And I never really valued or understood the importance of it then, but as he worked through all of the concepts, all of the tools, and I'll share some of them with you today, I actually started to realize, wow, there's so many things that I'm not doing. And I don't, and and because I'm not doing them, I don't have the energy to do all the things that I want to do in the world, all the goals that I have, all the dreams that I have, like, or even just the energy sometimes to get out of bed at that point, you know? And so I remember that day really impacted me and I thought, wow, like I really need to take my health and well-being a lot more seriously. So I came out of that weekend and month by month, year by year, I started to really explore all the areas of well-being. Now I want to cover off what these areas are because I really believe there's eight. There's eight different dimensions of well-being that some of you may know and some of you may not know, but... These are the ones that I've worked on um, in some way or another over the last seven to eight years. So the first one in terms of well-being is your career or your business or your work. Whatever that is to you, that really has to have meaning. And in one of the episodes, we'll talk about this a bit more. Um, And I shared this in a social media post recently, but I actively made the decision eight years ago to only... I I chose only to be around people that have a positive impact on me and that that is in terms of work as well so any project I say yes to any anyone I say yes to they have to have I have to know that they have a positive impact on me when I'm with them um because I just know when people zap my energy and I know when people um actually lift it up raise it up you know so I actually shared that one of the things I do is I actively say yes to people that have a positive impact on me. And I only say yes to work that has a positive impact on people, on communities and the planet. And of course, like if I think about seven, eight years ago, that wasn't what I was saying then. But over the years, because I've started to work on the other areas, those that sort of mindset has kicked in. So that's the first one is your career, your business, your work in terms of well-being. We're going to have an episode on that. Number two is relationships. So all your relationships in terms of your family, your friends, your your loved one, if you have one, or maybe you don't have someone, but we're going to, those romantic relationships as well, we're going to really focus in on that because to me, relationships really are the key to everything. And, you know, when everything is gone at the end of the day, it's about the people, that were in your life and the memories you made. And it's really important that we make time for the most important relationships in our life. One, we know what they are. And two, we make time. And I think in today's world, we don't make time for those important relationships. And so I want to talk about that in terms of the things that you can do to cultivate good relationships. So that's number two. Number three is financial well-being. This is something that, oh my goodness, I have been learning for a long, long time. I think any Scottish person that grew up with the sayings, money doesn't grow on tree, all Scottish people are tight, like you can't afford that, you can't get this, you can't do this, like literally that was like the programming of my childhood and You know, I feel as if I've spent and even still I'm working on some stuff. I've spent a lot of time working through those limiting beliefs around money, around what I can earn, what I need to do to earn that money. And there's just loads of things. And I think, you know, we often don't include financial well-being and our overall well-being. We maybe just focus on like health and fitness. But when you're financially savvy and you're making Empowered financial decisions and you're financially independent, that brings a lot of well being. It brings a lot of confidence. It can do lots and lots of different ways. So I want to absolutely focus on that. And um, that might be a surprise to some of you, but honestly, focusing on your financial well being is really important as part of these eight. Number four is health and physical health. And And, you know, things like sleep as well. Like I really want to focus on the things that you physically do with your body and even like, you know, what you're doing with your body, what you're putting in your body as well, like nutrition and, you know, gut health. Like I've been speaking about this recently and I have been for a number of years, again, because my gut literally seven years ago was a complete mess. I'd come out a relationship. I was in grief. I had had formed sort of IBS. And I had to go for a colonoscopy and they found a hyperplastic polyp that had to be removed. Luckily, that wasn't cancerous, but there is two forms of polyps that one can be cancerous and one couldn't. And I got the one that couldn't, but that had to be removed. And I really ha- like was shocked and even the doctors were shocked at my age, like literally in my early 30s, that polyps were even a thing for me. Normally, they come later on in life. And that's what I was told. And I, like, my gut was a complete and utter mess. Like, I can't even tell you how mad it was. And the fact that I was having all these issues with going to the bathroom and, you know, there was some days that I had to, I was going into a really toxic environment in my job and I had to pull over three times before getting into that job because I was getting bullied. And I had to go to the toilet like three times before, like on this 30 minute journey from like A to B. um, And I just started to like, the first time that happened, I remember I was quite shocked, but then it just became a normal everyday occurrence. And I started to think that it was just normal, that it was just maybe something I ate, or it was, but it wasn't, it was like that connection to work, you know, where I was talking about career and work, like that has an impact on your body. And if you're in a stressful environment like me, I was getting bullied. Like I, I just, my body was physically reacting, even though my mind wasn't really getting it. And so it's really important that we focus on gut health, and I'll I'll totally do an episode on this because there's so much we could talk about there. But it's really important that we focus on what we're putting in our body and then what we're doing with our physical body. And so, in terms of movement, like what are we doing, getting into nature, all of those types of things. So, we'll definitely do an episode on that. And then the fifth one is emotional well being. So, what are the things, the tools that you can have to help your emotional well being? For me, that has definitely been meditation breath work and I actually in Byron Bay when I lived there went on a meditation teacher training meditation and breath work teacher training where I got to learn all these tools and philosophies that are like 2000 years old that really help your emotional well-being like you know because the reality is life is going to happen right and the shit is going to hit the fan quite a lot of the time but how is it you from an emotional point of view can just be that steady ship And I really believe a lot of these tools in terms of meditation and breath work, they really help us with our emotional well-being. And there's lots of other stuff as well, but I'll cover that off in that episode. Um, Number six, intellectual um, well-being and our personal development. Like we as humans absolutely thrive on growing, on being intellectually challenged. And, you know, we are built for growth and learning. It's just... I think a lot of the time, and I mentioned this in another podcast, when we grew up, and I know when I grew up, you know, what I was taught was learning and growing wasn't really that appealing. Like I didn't love being in school. I didn't really love the subjects because my brain didn't work that way. And so what happened was I ended up concluding that that was learning and growth, whereas it's not. There's so many other things out there that can completely stimulate your mind that can be like massive growth, you know, when it's reading personal development books or going to like a Tony Robbins event or doing the meditation and teacher training, like we as humans are supposed to be intellectually stimulated and we don't do it enough. So I'm wanting to talk about all the things that you can do in terms of personal growth, in terms of intellectual wellbeing. Number seven is community and belonging. And, you know, I totally believe that being in your local community and contributing to your community whether that's checking in on your neighbor or you know making some food and sending it to your neighbor or doing like a cleanup together with your neighbors or whatever it is something in your community gives you a sense of belonging and when people have a sense of belonging that contributes to their well-being you know because if people are lonely and they're not interacting with their local community that's where you know, your well-being can can sort of dip, you know. And if you think about years ago, like I even think about years ago when I used to be at my grand and grandpa's house, like we would know all the neighbors. We'd be out in the garden together. Like there would be interaction there. There would be that looking after of one another, like having each other's back, you know. But I think over the years, that community connection has been lost. And, you know, I hear people talk about all the time when they don't even know like the neighbour right next door, they don't even know their name and they've never spoke to them ever, you know? Um, And even going beyond that, it might be like, you know, taking part, like, you know, I recently come back from Scotland and um, went back to dancing again and teaching dance in the local community for local children and working with one of my really good friends from when I was a dancer and then dancing myself. So it it could be different things, but what is it you're doing to... To really get engaged in your community, to have that sense of belonging, to know that in your immediate environment, you are making an impact and you're a part of it. You're a part of something more. So that's number seven. And then lastly, number eight is your physical environment. And this definitely contributes to your well-being. You'll see a bit of my physical environment here. I now always have plants in my home. I never used to, but having plants is really good for you and it's really good for the planet and um, having like nice paintings you know the office that I'm in now is completely immaculate I actually tidied all of this um before I even come on the podcast because when I have a clean space that clears my mind in order to be able to deliver what I want what I need to deliver i have the energy and we'll talk about a lot of things I've you know I've decluttered over the years I've definitely become more minimalistic rather than materialistic I buy less, I repair more, um, I buy things that are quality now that will last a long time. I really have become a conscious consumer, which basically means being so aware of what I'm buying and whether I really, really need it or I actually don't. So yeah, we'll talk about physical space, we'll talk about environment because it does absolutely contribute to your overall well-being. wellbeing. So those are the eight different dimensions of well-being. So we're going to talk about career and business, relationships, family, friends, love, financial well-being, health and physical well-being, emotional well-being, intellectual well-being, community building or belonging, and environmental and physical space. So those are the things that we're going to cover off over the next few weeks and I'm so excited. Some of them I'll be doing myself but some of them I'm actually going to be interviewing some amazing souls that I've met over the last few years that have really taught me a lot of things and have contributed to helping my well being. So you'll get to hear from different people, um, which will be great. So that's what this season's all about. And yeah, I would just encourage you to have an open mind with some of these things. You might, again, you know, this podcast is about maybe sometimes bringing things to the light that you've never heard before or it might trigger you or challenge you and sort of leaning into that and thinking okay well I'm listening to this I'm hearing this like how can I lean into this so yeah I think it's going to be a really brilliant season I love all of this stuff I love personal growth I love anything that can contribute to you being a better human because when you are in a good place and your body and your mind and your soul you literally can move mountains you can do anything you want to do and I think even if you started to look at these different areas and even rate yourself and there's a little exercise I can do that with you as we go along but almost creating like a little web and having these eight different areas and rating yourself from like one to 10, 10 being completely on it, In that area, like you're loving it, you're doing really good things, or one or zero, you're not really like even thought about that or doing anything in that space. And what happens is each week we'll start to dot those dots to put those dots on the web, and you can start to see the picture of where you need to put some emphasis or where you need to do some work or maybe learn some more. So bear that in mind as we go through the next few weeks and make sure you're sort of rating yourself as to where you feel you are in that area of your well-being and so that's pretty much it for me throughout the next few weeks i will of course share more of my journey because a lot of these people of course have helped me that i'm going to interview interview and um yeah we'll see how it goes so looking forward to seeing you on our next episode bye thank you so much for listening to this episode i really hope you enjoyed it remember download the yoga nidra right after this episode make sure you have a listen it's the most beautiful guided meditation that will regenerate your mind your body and your soul take care see you soon